Welcome to Minority Corner. With an Eke. And James. The Wonder Twins of Podcasting. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, queer, and ladylike. This week on Minority Corner. Hey, Mama, what are we talking about? We jump it off, I think, with some Beyonce. (laughs) We always got to touch in on some Beyonce. Because she's always doing something. And, I mean, it's the year of the bay. It really is. It is. is. Year of the Um, clean bay. I got a question for you. Yeah. I want to know what camp is. Ooh, lucky for you, I have a doctorate in camp, and I've got answers for you. Mm. Ooh, there was a baby, a royal baby. And um, my, I might be the future in-law to that baby. I also might be the future in-law. So let's, you know, let's see. Let's not count our chickens before they've hatched, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see who has higher qualifications on that one. Uh, well, I just, I just need a baby. Um, and um, well, I have a really great recommendation for you. I got caught up on, well, somewhat. I watched a shit ton of On My Block on Netflix. Mm. And I am going to tell you why it's the show that you're not watching, that you should be watching, and why. Oh, I'm excited to hear about that. Um, my corner is taking the lead, and I'm going to be talking about some awesome black women books. Oh, okay. Books written by black women. Yes. Well, I've got a Quizlet corner for you, and you wouldn't believe it. In this Quizlet, Deidre may or may not have been fired. What so is find Deidre? out. You'll find out. I so guess get into that so. Quizlet. School's in session. Here Let's we go. go. Two, three, testing. Oh, we still mic checking? All right, you know, just giving a little bit of extra juosh on the radio. It's like, it's like you're doing your own Beyonce's homecoming. It's like a Neki's oh, homecoming. I wish. I and wish I had a drum band behind and, me. And now I'd say some insightful like poetry that's like encapsulates this segment yes. of the podcast. And then we'll have to attach a video of me underwater with like some gauze. Oh, in slow motion. Missed, oh, I must have missed that part. Oh, that's but you know what? Lemonade. Oh, I was gonna say that's what I thought. Which you know what? When I was watching Homecoming, I know uh-huh. that we're like still talking about this like two weeks later, but we can because it's Beyonce. When it's watching, amazing. When I was watching Homecoming, I was reminded how much like Lemonade was such yeah. a huge impact into my life. I oh. remember watching Lemonade, and I was dating someone that the last relationship I had. Yeah. Lemonade had just came out. I remember the minute I finished Lemonade, I was like. Ooh, my relationship is not going to last. It oh, touched no. my heart. It's like struck a chord of like, you know, when you she see something. She spoke to you. I was like, ooh, this is me. It's like, it vibed wow. way too well with me. Yeah. So it Beyonce holds a special knew. place in my heart. She was calling out to me, her siren song to me. She did. She was singing that, you know, yeah. sidetrack. That baby was born. Yeah. And Megan, you know what? Megan Markle's baby. <laughs> yeah, you said her, her son's name was Megan. <laughs> I don't know what the baby's name is. But, you know, snaps, snaps to Megan Markle because she, I guess, like, the tradition is is that after they have the baby, like, the next day, mm-hmm. the princess or duchess or whatever is supposed to be, like, all, like, put together and be like, here's me and my baby. She's like, hell Megan's no. Megan's like, fuck that, I'm not doing it. So, like, she just keeps... She sent Harry out. She's like, yeah, you go. Yeah, she sent Harry out. She's like, you go, you go talk to the people. She's like, I just did this. Now you go do that. 
Um, also, I think it's destined that that baby, the royal baby, and my baby, America's royal baby, mm. are going to be together because they both were born at seven pounds and three ounces. Oh, I think that's how astrology works. I'm pretty right? sure. I'm going to tap into our old African roots, and I think that's <laughs> what like our ancestors would chime in, and they They're would say... They're both kind of black, too. They're both kind of black. Well, I don't know. He might have some, some running because my cousin just gave birth yesterday as well. And to a Seven boy... Seven pounds, three ounces? Perhaps. But I'm just saying okay. that there's some competition. I want in that royal wedding too, that royal family. I'm, a, I'm, I'm am pushing the, babies if, too. If I'm <laughs> the of the bride, don't you think that I get at least a couple of invites? Well, Aneka, I want closer. I gotta get as close as I can. Look at us <laughs> put, Look at pushing you our just babies. knocking me out of the way. As I'll bring you along too. You don't not think even your baby. A, your as cousin <laughs> baby. No offense to you your too. cousin, but you are at least two or three thirds that like yeah, I am second or third cousin to that it. baby. See, this, this is child. why I am late in the baby game. You guys are I all grew this child. You all are leaving me in the dust. You all can get in that royal family yourself. I see what's happening here. I How see what's happening here. What? You know what I'm doing after we get off this podcast? I'm this going to the baby turn. store and I'm buying. I'm taking my hard earned saved money. I'm buying a baby or adopting a baby or get, I'm getting a baby. Baby. I'm I insulted care by how, how easy you to. think it is to get a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm, I've seen, I read that Mother Goose nursery rhyme. Insulted. <laughs> <laughs> stork, stork, get a baby. Um, oh. I appreciate everything you do. Oh, and that can mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah. I will give you snaps on this. You are many do? things. Mm. And one of them is also a doctor. Oh, what? What is it? A PhD doctor? I, is no, it it's like, MD uh, doctor. It's Voodoo like the doctor? one where you. Okay, we'll calm down. It's like the doctor where you say, like, you know, when you give someone an honor, they didn't, like, you know. Oh, I gave a speech at your graduation, so I'm getting an honor. <laughs> no, what you did is you prescribed my medical condition over the phone. Oh, I did. Yeah. I'm like, you know how they have that call call up therapy. I'm like your call-up pre- predictor. I'm like, Aneke, what's this? You're like, you have heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was Can it you- last it lasted for like three. I didn't know. I had no. I have had acid reflux before in my life. Mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it would go away and come back. But this happened for like three days, like going, mm. in, and then it started creating like ulcers in the back of my throat. It was oh, like geez. painful. It was a mess, and then Aneke Give- was like. Your, Give the, your symptoms heartburn. to the um, listeners. They, there might be people suffering who might not know. Oh, um, it feels like someone's kind of punching you in the chest every so often. Every time I would mm. swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm ready to be a dad. <laughs> From the baby store. <laughs> Just go to the big baby. Yeah. Uh, every time I would swallow, it would hurt in my chest. Mm. Um and then like yeah then then it would sometimes be up in like my the top part of my back of my throat and then i shined a flashlight into the back of my throat and there's like this white like line ulcery Mm. looking thing Mm -hmm. uh it was pretty gnarly and because i let the heartburn go on for so long you hurt yourself i did did. (laughs) yes i did my vocal cords were like ow and that's what happened so it's like about a week 
So you ended up taking some Tums? I took some Tums and that okay, was stage good. one. And then good. I would uh, eat honey. Like yeah, Winnie honey the Pooh. Good. <laughs> I was just hey, like, Winnie- <laughs> were you walking around with no pants on too? <laughs> That's also part of my um, prescription. That it's I, the poo prescription. It's part of the, it's the poo prescription. It's part of my prescription, you know? Um, so that I did that. <laughs> no so pants honey. hand in a jar. <laughs> yeah. And then it, it did definitely take like a, like about a, like, because I had fucked up my throat for so long by letting the heartburn go on for so long because oh. all the stomach acid was happening. Yeah, um, bubbling up, man. Just bubble, 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 toil and trouble in my stomach. Whew. So if you all have any issues, um, contact Ineke. She can be contacted at um, five, five, her five. number. None of your business. <laughs> You know, you start off with a five, and I'm like, oh my god, she's really giving it to them. You only know one digit. Oops, one digit too many. For like all of the East Bay. They will try. You know and how savvy. San Francisco, they got five in their, their area code too. are chomping at the bits to get you on the phone, help you with their medical advice. You should probably just consult they a doctor. Not. After all those I need tries, to be less lovable. call a doctor. Yes, please. I want to give a shout out to a show that I thought I had finished watching, but I hadn't. And I talked to this when Jen was on the show. We were like, ooh, On My Block is coming back, season two. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, I was like, "Mm, I don't remember how it ends. And she's like, I don't think you... Because I watched... I thought I had watched it with her. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I remember Mm -hmm. how it ends. And she's like, you would remember if you saw it. I'm like, I don't remember. And then I tried Mm -hmm. jumping into season two and I was like, wait a minute. I don't don't remember remember." any of this shit. And then I tried watching a recap within 10 seconds of the recap I was like nope like, I've I never don't watch this <laughs> I had seen the first two episodes and so oh my god yeah but that's how good the show is that so much happens in two episodes that like mm, and I'll just I know. Set, set the scene it's uh it's like a coming of age story set in south central LA mm. which you never get to hear these stories being told of just kids being like, you know what? One thing I walk away with, like, kids are kids no matter where where they are, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like, and, and, and one thing the show does, like, but it's also, like, it's funny. It's, like, so fucking hilarious. But there's also, like, get the tissues ready. Because anytime something oh. hilarious is happening, I should know better. If I'm laughing out of my mind, something crazy is going to happen. Because the show yep. never lets you forget that these kids are in South Central LA. And oh, shit. just still trying. They're also like the nerdier kids in South Central LA, but just still I dealing like with that. like regular teen stuff. But like Not also, everybody is Ice Cube. And but it's all. It's also. It reminds me of like it's like Nine on Two and meets Boys in the Hood meets mm. Kimmy Schmidt meets okay. other weird teen comedy. Love it. Yeah, we need more of that because I'm I'm sick of like, I mean we also we need everything. Like yeah. I'm not gonna down mm-hmm. like Friday or Boys in the Hood or whatever. Rest in peace, John Singleton, because those are necessary. But we also need to give the narrative that um, young kids of color can be fun and goofy as well too. You know, yeah. and I and I like I just imagine that there's like and also like the empathy that like one thing I love about storytelling is its ability to create empathy and allow like mm. you know I did not grow up in South Central LA, but it also just reminds yeah. me of some of the reality that these kids are dealing with that like you know sometimes like these kids are like living in these war zones and have PTSD and the show even deals with like PTSD in some ways for some of these kids uh. and what they experience too and then you it's like no wonder they're not do doing that. well you can't in focus school on that they shit. have fucking PTSD and you're like sit down and do algebra you're like you know I can't yeah yeah and then on the other side of it it's also like 
everyone will be able to relate to this show in some ways because there's just certain things as teenagers or American kids that we all sort of yeah. doesn't matter where we grew up like we all right. kind of you know right. have loves I, I mean, and I gotta check going it out. to a You've dance about and it for a couple silly of days and goofiness now, so that are it's happening on my list. yeah can we pause for a second get on it yeah yes yeah 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 so anyways, them kids, so fucking talented. One thing that I have you? not done is they're so talented that I don't want to know how old they are because I'm uh, afraid well, it's going to ruin it for me. Yeah. Because they could possibly not be like 15, 16. And they're so talented. They're so fucking talented. Yeah. Like, like some of the, like the stuff that the show asked them to do, I'm like, oh my God, this kid actor is so fucking amazing. Yeah. And the reason why I don't think that they are the age that they're playing is because how expensive kid actors are when I did... Yeah. Well, and they have to. There's certain they can only they can only shoot for about eight hours out of the day, and they also still have to have a certain amount of school. Like, because we had one kid on for the NBC pilot that I was shooting, and mm. it just is a lot of the scheduling stuff that you have to. They have to do a certain amount of schooling, and da da da. da so, it gets expensive to have I, uh, I kid actors. Imagine, yeah, jeez. But I mean. Maybe they're like on the verge of kids. Like maybe they're eighteen. That's what I you think. Know? That they so are. it's cheap, I think, but it's also. Yes. I think they're, they're like eighteen kids. to twenty. I still like. I just for myself, I want to stay in the mm. illusion of like. I just you know no, I don't want to lose. I think it. you should stay in the world. World building. Yeah, building that world. Okay. <laughs> um, you have a problem with the Met Gala camp. What is camp? Well, what is camp? Oh, we're going. So the Met Gala oh, is tonight. Okay, we're going philosophical. What is camp? Yeah. And yeah, it's tonight. And the theme is camp, which I'm glad it isn't like, you know, appropriation of cultures. They've done Asia before. Oh, choices. China, which is choices. like. Ugh. And then they've also done like, you know, Christian, like Christianity looks, Catholic looks, which is ornate. But it's also like, what are you doing? Yeah. But so they decided to do camp. And apparently everybody's freaking out. Like, what is camp? And I just saw a picture of Billy Porter. And it's possibly the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Because mm. Billy Porter is the best. If anybody's going to nail camp, it's Billy Porter. But it wasn't even a camp that I was expecting. Like, which made me think, like, what the fuck is camp? So, like, he shows up fully dressed as a gold bird. Mm-hmm. And on, um, he's being carried by six um, burly, hunky men. Okay, yeah, I'm feeling the camp. I see the camp in that. But yeah. then also I'm like thinking, is camp like John Waters? Yes. Is camp like um, Bjork's swan dress? No. Like what is... What I is, actually took a I've, class about camp, so I'm glad that you asked. I also I have a doctorate in camp. And oh, I'm not, okay. I actually did take a... It was, <laughs> we, I took a class in college, and yeah. it was... I think it was my queer history class it was like my queer some sort of queer theater class and that was like the opening question was like oh no it was like my gender and performance class okay uh, and it was like taught by Danny Shea hella queer um yeah. 
And one of the opening questions of the class was, like, what is camp? And we, like, dissected that, like, and looked at the difference between, like, camp and, like, nostalgia as well. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking, like, that's a hard one to pin down. I think that, like, I think here's what I can kind of glean. This was, like, 12 years ago, so bear with me. Okay. Uh, but nostalgia is <laughs> more so, like, when you're doing something and it's more of, like, a serious take on it. So uh, okay. it's, like, if I were to dress up as, like, leave it to Beaver and it's, like, super serious. But uh, to camp it up, I might, like, add on some, like, glasses with some tape in the middle. It's sort of, like, you oh, push like a it nerd, a little uh, bit. It's okay. a little bit more over the top. It's almost, ah. like, a little bit of clown into it. It's a little bit more... More glitter and pizzazz. You can kind of push it. It's almost like walking okay. satire. So then who would be more camp, Elton John or Lady Gaga? I would say Elton John because it's a there's a fun and whimsy that happens with uh, it. Oh, so you need the fun aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got camp has a sense of a fun to it. I guess Gaga is, she's more abstract because she yeah. takes herself so much more seriously. There was a I, moment when she was campy. Like, yes. I remember she wore like an all Kermit outfit. Like, to me, that's camp, right? So it's camp, yeah. I okay. would put that, I would say that 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 is camp, yeah. And in okay. fact, actually, there's moments in On My Block that get really campy and uh, I was chatting with Jen about it and she was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like it when it goes campy, but I'm like, I think that's the point of the show is to set it in the zone where these kids can also get to play in that world of camp. That not everything has to be, oh. like, so serious and guns all the time. But the so show then- does get campy. I'm real fascinated then. Well, by the time this episode comes out, everything about the Met Gala is probably going to be dissected by people who are in the fashion. But I feel like the fashion world takes itself way too seriously, especially like Vogue, especially like the Met Gala. And then they have something like camp. And I wonder who actually is going to have fun with it. It's really go for it. Like, it'd be like wearing a Carl's Jr. bag and eating like a burger walking down the, you know, runway or red carpet. Or dressed like the Hamburglar. Yes. That would be so (laughs) great. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. The Hamburglar eating hamburgers or just as a hamburger eating a hamburger, which is weird because you're eating yourself. But you know what? Cannibalism. It's hot. And campy. It's the new camp. Uh, Does that answer your camp question? It does, but it's like, it's something that I think that more people should think about because I love like a fun and a whimsy. That's something that I feel like 2019 is definitely losing touch of. So I'm, you're, for when we're switching to politics, you're looking for a candidate that's a little more on the camp side of things. No, my politics need to be dead serious. (laughs) You don't want any camp with your politics? Some like buzzers and some spinny hats, some American spinny hats. I'm just checking because, you know, one day I might run, so I want to know. I'm trying to do, I'm doing a test, like a focus group right now with you. So I'm Idaho (laughs) right now. So (laughs) yeah, you're my own personal, you're my own personal Idaho. Oh, that is a movie. Um, yeah, prostitution. I, That's that movie. Oh, was that that movie's about? Yeah. Oh, you are not my own personal Idaho. I I'll never make it to president. I'm already getting caught up into scandals. No. <laughs> and you're, you Linda trip this whole thing so you can always use this I against got you. me. You oh, better God. pay me money. <laughs> I was just going to say, have as much money as you want. I Thank won't you. buy that baby. Oh, um, from the baby store. The baby oh, store. by the way, May is maternity. Maternal Health Month. So Ooh, all yeah. you moms out there, mothers, Mother's Day's coming out. But um Ooh, and it's your yes, first Mother's Day. Oh yeah, that's trying. It's your uh, day now too. I'll Move celebrate over, it moms. more next year when I'm not. Move over moms. Crazy. It's your turn. Yeah. Um, but take care of yourself. One of the things that I really that has 
popped up to me that I have to talk about is the fact that they make children, like you birth a baby and they go in for a checkup right away, right? Mm -hmm. They don't check the mom until like two months later. Wow. And in those two months, you could get preeclampsia, you could get high blood pressure, you can get abnormal swelling, you can have hemorrhaging, you could be clotting. There's a lot of things that can happen to women that they just don't give a fuck about. They're like, as as long as the baby is born, they take care of the baby. But I think we need to take care of the moms as well because we're people and just went through a tra- traumatic experience. So yeah. Um, that's the body issue. And then there's also mental health awareness month, which goes hand in hand with maternal health because of postpartum depression. There's a lot of, um, hormones that are draining out of your body and just to keep in check with yourself, make sure you're doing okay. Self-care is important. Like one thing I've learned, which has been a big ass mistake. I thought, oh yeah, early babies just kind of sit there, cry poop and sleep. Yeah. It's a lot. It takes a lot out of you. And just be kind to yourself. If you know a new mother, be kind to them because it's fucking warfare, but a beautiful warfare because this child is wonderful. So that's my non-campy PSA. You know what? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't campy. <laughs> no. I would, yeah. Wait, it yeah. Was it was not camp. I was waiting for the camp. Um, no. Well, also, uh, May is also Cinco de Mayo month, which no. has nothing to do with the United States at all. No. Which I learned from the, which I had already knew, but I got reminded about this on The View. Uh, yeah. It was just a, a battle that Mexico beat France in. Mm-hmm. It's just another excuse for them to sell Coronas. Basically. In a campy way, because they'll put on those hats. I feel like, but that's like not fun camp. That's like appropriation camp. Oh, when camp goes appropriating. You know what? That's when camp needs to go to camp and learn how to be camp. There we go. Add all the all the ways and meanings of camp. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, speaking of camp, well, actually, I don't. This is not a good segue. I was trying to. I was trying to get into your corner. I don't think We're it's just, campy let's at just all. Let's just go to my corner. My corner's okay. fun. We'll get Her corner there. don't need a segue. See you there. Bye. I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the host of Everything's, Everything's Coming, Coming Up, Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons and that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, that's yeah. no surprise because it's The Simpsons. But I mean, like, you can't say that about a lot, a lot, of, a lot of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point had been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Smell you later. Welcome to my corner. It's her corner. It is her corner. Ooh, do we need to get information? Yes. Both get in line (laughs) and two, get some facts. Oh, God, the librarian is here. Yes, I'm back. I am missing being a librarian, but that's going to come back in August when I go back to work. Um, For the time being, I am going to bring you another book list. James held on the fort last week with a book list, but you know what? 
Books are great. So let's just bring some more in, right? And summer's coming, so people are looking for those summer reads. So yes. now is the perfect time. So growing up, my mom would always buy Essence magazine, and mm. which is a black magazine, fashion, beauty magazine for black women. It's everything. It, and the covers are always beautiful gorge. and gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like gorgeous. It's still my dream to be on the cover of Essence. I don't think I can, but I'll break down that glass ceiling. Men have been on the cover of Essence. Damn it, I can't break down that glass ceiling. <laughs> Who no stole glass. my glass ceiling? <laughs> oh, I can't have ever anything. I don't get a baby. I don't get to be president. I don't get a glass ceiling. <laughs> Wait, why did you? What? You're not. I, there has been no cans. <laughs> Except for this okay. glass ceiling, which I think would be probably a good thing that you don't have to deal with. Oh, that's true. I don't have to be the first. Okay. You might yay. have to be shirtless, though. But, anyways, that's your fine with that. Do you think that's going to be a problem? That for is mine. Check out his Instagram. <laughs> okay. So, I have been dipping back into Essence again because I am a grown black woman and I need their <laughs> beauty tips and some reaffirmation on how I'm beautiful and wonderful. And mm. they had a list. Oh. Which, of course, I love a good book list. And, She's like, snack. hmm So this is um, a book list of black women authors that came out with books in 2018. So 2019, mm. we're only five months in. So this is back in 2018. So it's vaguely new. You know, okay. but we're These at books the are, point. Which means that they're on the shelves too, which is better. Yeah, they're you're on not the shelves. To pre-order it, and they might be in um, paperback. A library. Wait, what? Both. <laughs> A library or paperback. Save your coins. Get a paperback. I'm all about a paperback. Because you're on your expensive ass summer trip and you got to save them dollars. Or, you know, you just are at home and you need to save some coins. (laughs) It works all the way around. Minority Corner going to help you save your coin, girl. Also, I feel like I like a paperback more because you can bend it easier. You don't have to worry about a jacket. You you can fit it into your pocket. I can bring it with me to the bar. I can bring it it with me. Toss it in your purse. I love paperback. your back pocket. Paperbacks are excellent. I only need a hard cover. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know how to call it, but the hard books, if I'm walking down a scary alley because I might need a weapon. That's the only reason why I need one. Just whack somebody on the head. (laughs) Speaking of a book that you can whack somebody on the head with. Ooh, good segue. Michelle Obama becoming, I have to mention it because I feel like every single woman I know, their mother bought this for them. So let's (laughs) celebrate Mother's Um, Day by reading that book together. I co-sign on this because I did this book and like I really... Yes, I highly recommend the audiobook of this. Oh, because, you listened. Okay. Yes, it's Michelle Obama reading you her life story. It oh, was wonderful. 19, at first I was like, oh, 19 hours, okay. And by the time I got to my last 20 minutes, I was like, I'd listen to a minute at a time because I didn't wow. want it to end. Just I could savored it. It is such a powerful story where you think you know, but you had no idea. Her story is so relatable on so mm. many different levels. Yes. Um, and also just gives you insights to like her journey, why she would never run for, she doesn't even spell it out, but you could like, oh, she would never run for president. She doesn't, she never liked politics. She's about like being involved in the community. I love it. Um, 
it's just a very inspiring story and you get to see so many of the uh, how they she came to be they came to be and the things that were going on in the White House that you just did not know like a bullet went through the White House when they were wow. there wow mm-hmm. we really were so lucky to be so lucky here and exist in the United States when we had that beautiful black family in the White House like I'm not gonna read Becoming Melania don't that, care no <laughs> you know she's gonna write Yuck. cause you know she plagiarized her speech so of it's course gonna she's gonna plagiarize the book Michelle Obama's well, we don't need to promote that book too much because nope, everybody knows we don't. that book. Um, yep. <laughs> this book, not many people may know about, or maybe they will, but it's called Children of Blood and Bone, and it's by Tommy Adeyem, A-D-E-Y-E-M-I. Okay. Um, so basically, it captivates the imagination and hearts of book readers young and old as the debut novel tells the story of Zaley Adebola, who must bring magic back to her native country of <gasps> Orisha. Because yes. Adeyem focuses on Yoruba culture, quickly got the attention of movie studios, <gasps> and the yes. book has already been tapped to get yes. the big screen treatment. Uh, we were just talking about this, like my need and want yes. for black magic folklore yes i want to read this book it looks really cool this sounds great yeah okay so moving on this one is called an american marriage by tayari jones um so this book was definitely co-signed by oprah winfrey and it follows two newlyweds who get ripped apart when the husband is sentenced for jail for 12 years um there is a love triangle all of this stuff and it's told from the perspective of either first it's from the woman and then it's from the man so the chapters alternate Mm. it's interesting um and then also from the third party in the triangle i read this book so full disclosure I didn't like it that much. Oh, okay. But... She doesn't always get it right. (laughs) But a lot of people that read it did like it, so don't take my word for it. I feel like it's kind of um, pulpy. Like, it is a page turner. Like, I whipped right through it, so it's a really good beach read. Um, It kind of... It touches on some of the issues in the black community, like, you know... um, um, unjust um, sentencing, mm, um, mm-hmm. black masculinity, yeah, um, women's role and stuff. But it it kind of plays a little too heavy on the stereotypes. I feel like, but mm. I could totally be wrong. Everybody has their own opinion. Um, if you want something light, quick, you know, kind of soapy, it's super soapy. <gasps> you know, I love my soaps. Then, the, then maybe you should take a, a dip into an American marriage. But there are. I'd be interested to hear what you think about it. This could be like okay. a, I feel like this could be um, like a soap opera on the own network. I could see this. Uh, okay. Yeah. So not quite Shonda Rhimes level, but. It's a little, it's above Tyler Perry, but below okay. Shonda Rhimes. Ooh. Okay. All right. Does that make so, sense? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It's like, it's like a being Mary Jane. I haven't seen that yet. I'm and neither have you. Me, I saw the opening <laughs> sequence of the premiere episode, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And How you know, I, I love know? my. So- you know, you. I love my soap. So I was like, "This is too much for me." But she. <laughs> but you know, props to Gabby Union because she's finally getting the finale she deserved. Because you know, they just canceled her show. She, and she's I, so rich. 
I know, but her, she she needs to finish out her story. That's true. And um, they true. Uh, they gave her a, a finale movie. Good. So congratulations, she got a baby and a finale movie. I know, she and she's forty six, looking amazing. Okay, she's looking good. Um, got those cute commercials with Dwayne Wade, who, by the way, they celebrate. Um, his son, who is gay, they all yes. went to the Pride, the parade. Pride parade. Yeah, and I love a supportive family. I love a supportive yep. black family. Well, especially too. Yeah, especially like a uh, such a, a father who's in you know was in the NBA, yes. which is like such like black masculinity yes. to be able. You know, it says it speaks volumes and it says a lot. So. It really does. Okay, all the next- snaps for doing the right thing. Hell yeah! Right? <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, yeah. so. The next one is called The Wedding Date by Jasmine Gilroy. I think I might have... I thought you were going to say Jasmine Guy and I was going to flip out. That would have been awesome because what is she doing lately? She's on She's on Grey's Anatomy oh. being sick. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she you got She had a high heel through her heart. Yeah. I love Jasmine Guy. Um, so okay. good. So this one, I have not read, but a lot of my friends have read this one and they love it. They say it's like a super pulpy, fun, um, like um, light rom-com. I think it's about, um, I'm telling this from the top of my head when I could just read the description, but you guys like it better when I free freestyle it. I love your freestyles. Uh, I know that it's about, it's, it centers around a black woman and I think she falls in love with a white guy and it's kind of like whoa but not like too like 90s like swirl kind of thing going on so it's not like a jungle fever like whoa this is we've never seen this happen before (laughs) (laughs) gather the town we all need to talk about it yeah no okay so basically what it says is um pair strangers meet in the most unlikely way they get stuck in an elevator who would have thought wow that's unusual (laughs) (laughs) anyways after the hot stranger invites alexa moore to a wedding she just decides to go for it what unfolds is like a light movie or a best netflix rom-com see that's what i hear that like it's just like fun and silly I'm like, this is starring Gabrielle Union, right? That's what this yeah, sounds like. I love this, this seems like this it'd is... be starring Gabrielle Union. Just like kick your heels up and kind of have a... You know who this should star? This is a better vehicle for other than... Megan Good? No, Well, you know what? I, my hate <laughs> for Megan Good has subsided. I actually find her delight. Oh, she's fun now. And she's, she's in that tried. stupid new movie with Dennis That's Quaid tri- as the bad guy. Yeah, it's like trying to come on the heels of like Get Out, which you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to be mad at it because Get Out has paved the way for now. Not every movie has to be good. I don't. I like Get Out. No, I'm saying that like now there's all these other movies that oh. are trying to follow in its foot because like they're advertising so. as like they're like from the producers of Get Out. That's oh, like yeah, trying yeah, to like yeah. be they're your name that. grabby thing, but and I so they're like it's... they're black yeah. and he's a white guy. Get Out too. No, I think it's more in the vein of what was that movie we just recapped with 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 Gabby oh, Union? Breaking Bad Mother. No, Breaking Mother. Mother Get Out. Mother it's, May I? Yes. <laughs> I think it's in the vein Don't of that. Don't fuck with mama. It's, it's in the vein like of that. that where it's Don't like, poke the mama bear. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like you know, someone coming into the house going to get you. Yeah, thriller. mother nature yeah. or something. Something like that. Okay, so next on the list is taking the arrow out of the heart. Ooh, this sounds like it's going to break my heart or help me yeah, heal. Yeah, because it's by Alice Walker. It's like a style so, got groove back. So Alice Walker, so it's definitely <gasps> yes. going to break your heart. <sighs> Because she came back. Where has she been? You know? Good. I was going to say, I can't think of the last time I heard I about Alice Walker having a book out. Okay, so this is a collection of poetry. 
So it's poems that are going to be about activism, love, hope, and even the simple things like baking frittatas. Ooh. Because she's rich now. so I was going to say, she clearly (laughs) was on an adventure. This is just like what she's been up to lately. I'm like, what has she been up to? And she's like, well, just the simple things in life. I know. Okay, I got it. You learned how to make frittata. <laughs> Wait, Alice Walker wrote Color Purple, right? She did, yeah. So she's like, fuck you guys. I got a Broadway play musical. I'm going to write a poem about bacon frittata. Bacon frittatas. <laughs> There's another one that I read of hers. I forget. It was wild, but I was in high school and it was, I forget mm-hmm. which book it was. Oh, it's going to mm-hmm. drive me crazy. It was a, it was a wild one. Mm. Well, your books tend to be kind of wild, except for this. I mean, taking the arrow out of the heart. I'm I'm curious to see how wild yeah. or tame these okay. poems are. Yeah. Okay. Right, Alice Walker, you do Thank you. I you. respect you. <laughs> okay. Next one is called Pride, and it's by E. B. Zoboy. Ooh, this is a remix of Pride and Prejudice. <gasps> yes. And it features a woman named Zuri Benitez who is an Afro-Latina woman living in Brooklyn. Oh. Yeah. So the wealthy Darcy family moves in across the street. Thanks, gentrification. And she is forced to get to know the family, much to her chagrin. Interesting. Mm, Okay. Making it very, like, timely. I know. The cover is beautiful. It's like... All of this filigree, this brass filigree, and then spray painted on top, it says pride. Here's a self-help book. Uh, yes, please. You, that is like, I am in that aisle all the time. In fact, I was just in the self-help book aisle this past week, went there oh. for one book, didn't mm-hmm. get the book I wanted, but walked out with three other ones. I remember because I remember your words echoing in my head because I confided in you that I buy all these books and I don't always like read them. And you uh-huh. also do that where you just buy like books yeah. and you don't like you just pile them up and then you I have do. them for that day when you're ready to read that book. Sometimes it's fun. It's like exploring your own store. Yeah. <laughs> you just play make believe. You're like, book Ooh, oh so i don't have any money but i'll do anything to get this book all right i don't get that sexy in my <laughs> fantasies oh well you know to okay. his own it is the truth all right so this book is called boss bride the powerful woman's playbook Ooh. for love and success okay who wrote okay. this so this is from oh they they do a little self plug Ooh, i love a self plug Essence Senior Editor, Shakira K. Jackson. Okay, Shakira K. Jackson. This is her debut book. Okay. And she interviewed <coughs> more than 150 professional women, including Nisi Nash. Yes. And basically breaks down, um, you know, just like how not, not only breaks down why your husband is the biggest decision of your career, but also how to navigate having children and fertility for busy eight type A women. So it basically is a book where it's basically like, you know, how you can have it all. Okay, and I love that Nisi Nash gave one of my favorite interviews on RuPaul's What's the Tea, and it's a quote Mm. that like rings in my head. It's one of my mantras that Nisi Nash has, and Mm -hmm. it's no matter what is her mantra, like no matter what. So you have a dream, it's like nothing's going to stop you, like no matter what. I love that. That just, it reinforces the passion that you have behind what your dream is. Mm -hmm. Nothing will stop you. Okay, so this book is called Can We All Be Feminists? 
and it's by June Eric Udori. Um, it showcases the works of our fave, Nicole Dennis Bennett, Britt Bennett, um, Evett Dion, and they detail and discuss what 21st century feminism means for black women. I love that because a lot of times books that center around feminism um, focus on white women yeah. as the default. Like there is an Air Force commercial that's out right now that's about like women in the Air Force being strong, blah, blah, blah. And if you look at the people, it's only white women. And yeah, I get it. They're kind of going off of the popularity of the Captain Marvel movies. But I mean, look at Captain Marvel's best friend um, in the movie is a black woman. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised that the Air Force didn't take note and add more diversity in their commercial when they are supporting women. And a lot of times that happens. So women of color, um, black women are looked over. Mm-hmm. Asian women, Latinx women are looked over when talking about women in general and not looking at the intersection of what happens when race and gender combine. So yeah. I like that this book is taking the angle of what it means to be a black feminist. Yeah. It's good. Um, in the last book, I want to just give out a little share, um, shout out. Um, it was very popular and very like making the round. So everybody heard about it, but I do think it's a tribute that we should remember it going into 2019 um is zora neale hurston's book barracoon which is basically um her interviews of um cujo lewis who is the last known man to survive the middle passage um that is important because a lot of people think like oh the last slave or whatever middle passage is where thousands and millions and millions of black people died coming over from africa to become slaves here in america if you can only imagine you are in africa you're put on a boat you are arm to arm naked chained for months yeah you come over to america and then you're in bondage like what the fuck yeah so we should cherish these stories because this is American history, and this is 1927 interview. That is literally a generation ago. Yeah. So when we had President Barack Obama, and and people were talking about post-racial society, bullshit. Because this shit is always festering underneath. It's always ready to bubble up because it was a hop, skip, and a jump in our backyard mm-hmm. um it's a shallow grave and yeah. clearly that shit got dug up real easy by some pokes and some prods from russia and just some lasting racism that's been happening here so we need to read this book we need to understand our american <clears throat> history and let's not forget it as we go forward fuck yeah and like think like these stories are so like you were saying are so key to us how we because like we can't heal from this unless we understand and hear these stories. Yes. And I was just listening to Oprah's Super Soul Sessions podcast today, and there's this uh-huh. I uh, this woman. Her name is Tara Westover. She wrote this book called Educated, and essentially like she was kind of homeschooled for most of her life, and just hearing like how like her family's like how she understood yeah i got i got got an eye-opening experience of like how someone could not understand what the civil rights movement was when their family doesn't discuss like they she when she got to college at nyu she had to ask like what was the holocaust like her family she had a very sheltered controlled life or the only thing she was she i guess her dad was they were christian and mormon or something um and they were preparing for the world to end and had like 10 years of like food stocked up she lived a very sheltered Sheltered. sort of like 
Wild. Very interesting life. And so it was gave me, and again, this is why I love stories, because I, I'm, mm-hmm. I would think, like, how could that ever happen? And now I'm getting an inside track, because empathy mm. works and understanding works both ways. Totally. So now hearing her story, I'm like, oh, that's how that happens. And that's why we need to get the books like this into as many young people's hands as we can. Yeah, because if we think about it, the if he was giving his interview in 1927 that means that people who were very much like supporters of slavery were still around then yeah and they had kids and those kids are alive now mm-hmm. you know yeah. so and it within each household like you said or things are just passed down or right. taken away or omitted so yeah. the children grow up not knowing any better so by promoting this, by making it mainstream, by getting it out there so you can't avoid it, yep. we do the best of at least enlightening somebody to slowly turn the tides, you know? Because like this, this guy's story should have been passed down like to everybody. Like every put Anything in a pamphlet, that. everybody should be reading the story, and we would be yes. maybe further along than we are because, like yeah. I said, 1927, that was almost 100 years ago that that story was told. Right, which is, like, not that long in the scope of American history, you know? No, no it's not. Yeah. Well, well th- let's read these black women's books. Yeah, well, I know what I'm doing this summer. Get me to the library, to the bookstore, because I got some books to get. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my friend's favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. I'm Judge John Hodgman. You're hearing the voices of real litigants, real people who have submitted disputes to my internet court at the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hear their cases, I ask them questions, they're good ones, and then I tell them who's right and who's wrong. Thanks to Judge John Hodgman's ruling, my dad has been forced to retire one of the worst dad jokes of all time. Instead of cutting his own hair with a flobie, my husband has his hair cut professionally. I have to join a community theater group. And my wife has stopped bringing home wild animals. It's the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Find it every Wednesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks, Judge John Hodgman. Quizlet Corner, Quizlet Corner, Quizlet, 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 Quizlet Corner. Chicken dance. Vaccinate your kids. Um, oh, that's yes. just a plug. I like Quizlet Corner. I like Corners. that plug for chicken dancing. Well, I don't know. It made me think of polio for some. You know what it did? It made me think of polio, which is the uh, makes me think of the Spanish word for chicken, pollo. Oh. And yeah, I have. I'm learning Spanish right now. I'm using Fluence. I highly I love, recommend it. Yeah, you gave uh, a shout out last time. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where am You're I? You're deep <laughs> in it. I am. There, it's very challenging. I mean, I've done seven days in a row so far. Mm. And I mean, it's $400. So this program, you know, I gotta, I'm you investing gotta into it. it. Oh, P.S. My yes. daughter has gotten her polio shot. So oh. no polio for her. No polio and no autism because that's not how autism happens. Works. No. So. Do you know there was? It's been uh, this, debunked. It's been debunked. The guy who wrote the article was like debunked himself. He was, he was like, "Whoops, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not a real doctor." He takes you know his what? own. He Scooby Doo'd himself. This is a fucking tangent because <laughs> well, I, Minority Corner. <laughs> I know. I've been watching this show called Adam Ruins Everything, which I highly I recommend. Love Adam Ruins Everything. It's so good. I've watched I watched every single. 
doesn't he have a podcast on Max Fun Network too? He does. We've actually okay, run ads up. for his show on our that's thing. Yeah. Uh, but um, I watched all the episodes at my cousin's house because uh, I was going yeah, on yeah. True TV. And yes. then it got released on Netflix. And I was like, but I've already seen all these. I know. Well, a lot of things I've noticed by watching it, and I'm sure you've noticed it too, is hello scientists will be wrong. And then they try to be like, no, I was wrong. And then nobody <laughs> pays attention to their retraction. Right. Which like, is like, Come on. Isn't that like, I mean, that is like science. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, science is constantly proving itself wrong and it's constantly changing, which is why they call it. Yeah. I forget. That's why they call it something, something science, but that's why they call it. I forget. There's a reason. Okay. I don't know what they call it, but science is always, is not permanent. Science is fluid. It is constantly changing and bettering itself. That's just the way science works. Because science once said that black people were inferior and so are women. So science was wrong and then science bettered itself. And then it bettered itself. Yeah. So science once said that like homosexuality was like a, you know, crazy thing of the mind and then science was wrong. And then science bettered itself and fixed the fucking dm5 because duh you need to get with the program just like how this one guy said that you know the alpha wolf he thought that that existed but then 20 years later he realized it was just parents that's just parents yep nope that was just parents but but everybody's still going around talking about alpha wolves and that was that from was that from cosmos no that was from adam ruins everything Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I knew I saw it, but I couldn't. I thought we were just digging into all the science things we've watched, but no. Uh, there's been a 1.3% increase uh, in measles, and that's was that was April 26th that I was going to report that. Yeah, so it's gone up. And someone got measles at the fi- in, in Avengers Endgame because they were Yuck. watching the movies here in New York. So, and I'm I'm here in Ground Fucking Zero. I know I can't go to New York with my baby because. I'm afraid. Yeah, she's. I protected. So. Yeah, I got I my actually, vaccination. I'm fine. I, I you you might want to get that checked out though again because when I was at the doctor, I mm-hmm. had to go back and get new measles shots because I guess it doesn't last for like ever or something. What um, lies? They should have. <laughs> damn it! Science bettering itself. Yeah, go to the doctor. In fact, all adults, especially if you're like in New York or just anywhere, go to the doctor and make sure that you are okay. Because actually, I had to go back in and get, especially because I live in New York. This and lady keeps booster. harassing me to get her my vaccinations, and I'm like, I'm busy. And now I under, and I didn't <laughs> realize the outbreaks. But now, yeah, I didn't know why she was harassing me. And now I saw all this like stuff on the news. And I still like, have to get you have to get a series of two shots, and yeah. so I still have to get my second one. I'm going. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it this week. Thanks for reminding God me. God damn it! We eradicated the shit. It's gone. Now look, it's back. Everything old is new again. Gross. <laughs> okay, back. Oh, look at her trying to get out of her quiz, trying to distract teacher. Oh, I got this. I'm <laughs> good with quiz. <laughs> I'm ready. I see you. Okay, one of these is not true. Okay. There are six. So one of them's not true. What? That's a lot, but all right. You got to hold on. She said she was ready. Okay. One is not true out of six. One of them is only one. Okay. Brazil's god-awful homophobic racist president, Bolsonaro, will not accept his award for person of the year in New York. Could be true, or it Mm. could not be true. Number two, Sam Smith's mom is enraged that her son has come out as non-binary. Could be true. Could not be true. Number three, gender neutral pronouns are now accepted as point winners in Scrabble. Hmm. 
could be true, but it could also not be true. Mm. Number four, surprise, Bart Officer lied about conduct during arrest of Oscar Grant back in 2009. Could mm-hmm. be true. Could not be true. Mm. Number five, Deidre Roper, Deidre Roper has been fired. Could be that? true. Could <laughs> not be true. <laughs> And number six, if you're going, number six, if you're going to Brunei or Brunei or Uh already there, good news: the Sultan will now no longer stone you to death for being gay. Could be true. Could not be true. What? (laughs) I don't. How am I supposed to remember all these? But we'll we'll do the best. Okay. I am going to say number one is not true. Because that piece of shit would probably accept an award on a shit float. Ooh. So this is what we're going to break this apart. So Bolsonaro, yeah. which also why the fuck was he being given the award for person of the year? Like because you can like Wikipedia. We're in Bizarro and, world. Google him and you can see, oh, he don't need this award. Just listen to the episode. We talked about him, didn't oh, we? Yeah, broke him down. We broke him down. So mm-hmm. we need it. Yeah, we'll give this to the committee and be like, you fucked up. So um, here's the thing. He is, he, he is still getting the award. He's just not coming to New York to accept it in person because mm-hmm. um, he's gotten a lot of attacks from the New York mayor. Good job, de Blasio, doing something yeah, good. Deservedly so, yeah. He's also gotten pressures from interest groups, uh, like there was a change.org petition, tons of like uh, Delta's pulled out. Uh, a lot of people have like pulled out. So he's gotten yeah, all this because hate. He sucks. He's the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so no, I'm that's, wrong. that is wrong. Yeah. Dang. Hmm. Is it Sam Smith's mom is accepting of him being non binary? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. She done okay, one. No, she done right. one. I thought so. And look at me remembering. You did. Well, that was part of the test, Nick. I had to. I mean, to, you threw you know, a lot that at was me, part including of the quiz. A name of someone I've never even heard of in my life. <laughs> you know, Deidre. We'll, we'll get to Deidre. <laughs> we'll get to Deidre. <laughs> You know, that was the one question that popped into my head, and I didn't know if I was going to do a Quizlet, and I, I heard the question in my head, and I was like, yep, we're doing Quizlet this week. Who is she? <laughs> exactly. That's the exact <laughs> response I wanted from you. You will be shocked to hear that Deidre got fired back in January. Because you know she? Deidre. You no, know Deidre Roper. Yes, you do. Watch. You're going to have egg on your face in that game. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Sam Smith's mom's actually incredibly supportive. So Sam Smith has recently come out as non-binary. Uh-huh. He said, uh, his mom said, I'm so relieved that you and me and your whole family have a way to explain this because it's always been eating me up your whole life. Because um, uh-huh. a mom could see how much it was torturing him because, you know, sometimes he feels more feminine, sometimes more masculine, yet never yeah. feeling truly at home in either. So right. all the snaps to Sam Smith That's and putting that parent. like... a good parent. Supportive-ass parent. That's what we need more of in this world. Shit. If you're going to have yep. kids, you need to support and love your kid no matter what they are because they're your children. Just to quote Nisi Nash, no matter what. See? No matter what, they're your children. Well, it works. You know what? Okay, Caveat. well, in case... If your kid's a murderer... Your kid, I was just thinking that, too. Your kid murdered someone. Your kid is so a piece of we gotta, shit. we got to back it up. <laughs> Maybe. We, yeah, yeah, so, you know, but you can still love them. You can still love but, them. But, you know, don't... No matter what. Don't hide you're not that condoning, knife. You're not condoning... The, you know, don't hide the knife. Is don't do it. <laughs> yeah, they need to, like, you know, go to... They need to have consequences for their actions, so, Yeah, you know. but... If no matter what your kid does that doesn't hurt anybody else, 
Yeah. Love them love unconditionally. Them. Unconditionally. Okay, so number three, this is really exciting because Scrabble just did their first update since 2015 and mm. they added 2,800 other words. So if you're playing Scrabble and you've got a Z and an E, you're good to go. You can use Zay, Zay, which is uh, one of the gender pronouns for uh, gender neutral folks. So, and also H I R is also in play as well. I have, and, I have thoughts about this. James. And Bay. Bay is also in play. Cool. Here's my thoughts about this. Yeah. This is like when you read on a soda that it is gluten free. This is like them like because whenever you play Scrabble, all of us Scrabble players, if you if I were to sit down and play Scrabble with you and you pulled out the list of words <laughs> that we could and could not use, I'd get up and leave oh, because okay. I yeah. feel mm-hmm. like Scrabble mm-hmm. you use whatever, yeah, whatever it's you like, got, and are we just having fun? Like I'm yeah. you know drinking a Mike's hard lemonade, eating these pigs in a blanket. Like calm what down. Party? are you at? <laughs> <laughs> I just read you part of the menu of what my gay we did Game of Thrones last night or we were just a bunch of gays watching Game of Thrones and this was part yeah. of the menu <laughs> okay Mike's heard lemonade and pigs in a blanket for some reason that feels better watching a, a show than playing <laughs> Scrabble, Scrabble drinking hey, a Mike's heart those lemonade are, those are universal snacks no, universal they are snacks not. yes they, they are, are. Not. it's like me get me some like, Scrabble some Mike's heart lemonade I'm sitting there. down drinking a Zima, having some <laughs> bananas faster. Because like, you don't want to get too crazy. I don't want to get too wa- buck wild playing Scrabble. I got to be safe focus. I got to stay focused. You pulling these words out on me. Okay, we're going to get to okay. Deidre in just a second. Who, who's next? Okay, so uh, uh, touching on Oscar Grant. So this is back in 2009. Oh, yeah, I saw Oscar this. Grant. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, the... Bay Area Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale Station, which was like the movie that like launched Michael B. Jordan's like career. Um, also where my um, first car I ever bar- had got stolen. And Fruitvale was your BART station. It was my BART station that I used so- for many, many years. So, and also, this was the first, uh, I was reading this article, and they were saying that this was the first, so this is 2009, and this was, like, one of the first sort of uh, filmed police shootings it that was. went viral. Yes. So, this is, like, you know, this is 10 years this ago. This started Black was Lives Matter's that, movement, exactly. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would put that, too. So, according to documents released last week under a new California police transparency law, good job, California, this is why you gotta go out there and vote, because look at this new law that came out there, this is great. Yes. Um, former BART police officer, and Anthony Perone, who assaulted 22-year-old Oscar Grant, called him. It turns out that he did, actually, because they lied about this. He said that he hadn't done any of this. But it turns out that, yes, he did call him the N-word and lied about uh, what led to another officer eventually opening fire and killing the young father. He also claimed that he was fighting for his life, but it looks like he's the one that provoked the whole entire thing. Yeah, he kicks him. Kicked him, yep. And uh, Johans Mercele, who shot and killed Grant, served their minimum two-year sentence of for manslaughter, which is wild that it's just over. two years, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Marisol... He got two years for killing somebody, and there's a woman out there that tried to get her kid in a good school district and got five years? Because she was black. <sighs> I hate this. There's a difference. There's a difference. She's black. Things you can't do when you're black. Uh, and then Anything. this is a... 
This is what really griped me, though, because Marisol uh, Domenici, she's one of the officers, she mm-hmm. was reinstated with back pay after being found uh, truthful. Uh, she painted Grant and his friends as instigators, and she said if they would have followed orders, this wouldn't have happened. And that Bullshit. killed me, because for one, this whole entire thing was fucking instigated, and two, yes. that saying that, like, we don't live in a drug, drug we don't live in a, a military state police state. We don't. You know? And so it's like the, this idea that like just to follow orders and you're not going to get shot again we I, I i really do commend uh the brave men and women who are out there um yeah. it, it, but with i think there needs to be more training that ha- is happening i think we ask them to do too much yep. um because that's the fact that that's what came out of her mouth is alarming to me racism yep pure and simple <sighs> okay getting to drop. So okay. I know this is shocking, everybody. This happened in January, and we didn't even know that Deidre Roper has been fired. <laughs> you know Deidre. I uh, Spinderella play it one more time. Ooh, ooh, ooh. She's Let's talk about sex. Deidre? Yes, Deidre is Spinderella. I thought you'd be knowing. Deidre. How would I know that? <laughs> I literally just saw Salt and Pepper on a TV show re- recently, and I was oh, yeah, very surprised. I didn't recognize them. Yeah, well, Yikes. it's funny you should mention this. So this is what just happens. We're going to link this article. This no. is our um, boss up part of the Quizlet oh, okay. here. Boss so up has some good headlines lately. They. The, <laughs> I well actually this is from the root, but I called it oh. boss up because you and I are black and gossiping. Oh. Mm-hmm. T- well, trademark, whatever. Yeah, I know. You um, gotta give gossip their coins. Then. Well, good. Damn it. I mean, <laughs> hey, black lady, you want gossip with me? Yeah. Black and gossip being two separate things and words and ideas that we'll, are just coming we'll, together. We'll add an L. We'll be blossom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, there we go. Does that mean we gotta get Blossom some money too? Is she here? Get out of here, smart lady. Miriam okay, D- Bayek or Mayam, yes. whatever. Yeah. So, so this happened back in January. So okay. And so they never told fans, and she's on all the promotional materials for their upcoming tours the right. Kids on the Block mixtape tour and the Vegas residency show, Ladies Night, and Ooh. the BET docuseries that you just saw her on yeah. that was promoting the show. She's not on the group anymore. And here's the worst part. Shameful. She got fired through an what? email. It was all an of these e- years that she years. has put into Salt and Pepper. T years. And they just fire her through an email? Through an email just saying that we will no longer be needing your services. That's cold blooded. Yeah. That's so and so that, she took to, And she she had to, you check out her Instagram and see what she posted because this was back in this is like five months ago she'd been fired without a job. This is and she up. she was like she was waiting for them to come out and say something and they never did. And she's like, I owe it to my fans because they've already bought, you know, tickets. I mean, I don't think they're People just going there just Cinderella. Not just Cinderella. But I mean, you but know But I mean, come on. The fact she's that the she's group. not there, you she's no, you would notice if she's not yes. there. I mean, she is. She's no Michelle. She is Spinderella. You know. If you don't. Like, yeah. If you don't know about. If you know Salt and Pepper, you know Spin. You know Spinderella. Cinderella. Which is why when I was a kid, my mom used to have a Salt and Pepper like um, napkin holder, and the napkins okay. were in the middle. And I used to always think her name should have been Napkins because it was Salt, Pepper, and Napkins because the napkins were in the middle. 
So that way she fits in. And I assumed every table, I'm a kid, I assumed <laughs> every table had one of those. So they would have gotten it. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, that's salt, pepper, actually, and napkins. You know what? That's cute. That's a really cute little kid thing. I wanted I like her that. more in the group because I felt, because like here's that. the thing, she yeah. was such an essential part of the group to me that, like, yeah. it was weird that she wasn't, I thought maybe she was the N, you know? Salt I always N. thought that she was the N too. But I mean, it makes yeah. sense. There's salt and pepper because salt's light skin and pepper's dark skin, right? Mm-hmm. And they go together like salt and pepper. <laughs> so anyways, that's, you know, a fucked up thing. And also... Yeah, I'm um, sorry, Deidre. The Sultan uh, will no longer stone you to death in Brunei. Cool. Which, if you don't know where Brunei is, I also had to Google it. And Google Maps has a really cool feature now. If you zoom oh. out far enough, it yeah. looks like the globe. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Google Earth. Oh, it's really cool. So I was like, yeah. I was, you, could, you could spend a lot of good time on there just rotating the earth. But anyways, then I got back to researching. That's wholesome. That is some wholesome fun that you had. I'm really enjoying your wholesome fun. Normally, you with your nasty little side quips and nasty stories. I like hearing you do something like zooming out on Google Earth and playing with that every once in a while. I got, you know, just like those kids on all my block or on my block, you know, I'm multifaceted. You are. See? And, and you're just was... like um, L'Oreal Prism Effect hair dye. It's multifaceted. <laughs> <laughs> I am just like, there are two things I am just like on my block and L'Oreal hair dye. <laughs> We've got a lot going on. <laughs> um, but, you know, this, so they put a moratorium on the death penalty. There's some new laws that went to place in Brunei, which is in this, it's a uh, part of it. There's like this big island in mm. the China, East China Sea. So uh-huh. it's a country that's also, it's like three different countries on this like island, um, mm-hmm. which is Mm. was so interesting to me or like there's a few and mm-hmm. so it's a very small country and uh, they had new laws put into place that was like we will stone you to death that if you have murdered someone or sodomy or rape which like one why, why are you yeah. lumping sodomy in there like let people have some butt fun like come on and here's the it's thing it's not the, the bible anymore and- and while he put a moratorium on it because people like George Clooney were like, fuck this country, I'm never going there. And, and uh, people sort of like that started to like, they were like, but wait, we want George Clooney to come here. So he put a moratorium on it. The problem is hey. that it's still on the books, though. So it's Get still, that shit off the books. That's, yep. Yeah, no, you go. Well, it's it's like what happened over here with like a lot of the redlining and also, you know, racist, discriminatory things that were written in the books, laws here. Like mm-hmm. recently, San Leandro, which is a small little city over here in the Bay Area, it was just discovered like maybe 10 years ago that there was laws on the book that wouldn't allow black people to buy homes in certain areas. Yeah. And they were and like, like, oops, time to take that off. Like, mm-hmm. scrub when books. You let, when you let those laws sort of sit in there it, for people who are, you know, queer, those laws are always hanging over their heads, you know? Um, and so yep. I hope that they're able to do what a lot of other countries are doing in the area who are able to strike down those sodomy laws that we've, we've talked about before on the podcast that are happening. And just reading this, like it made me, again really grateful of like america is not perfect but i feel incredibly blessed to be here in this country at the time period that i am because like you know and especially as we're rounding the corner to it's the 50th anniversary of stonewall that's happening mm-hmm. um it just sort of you know put things in perspective for myself of just you know um I don't know. We can be so nitpicky here fighting amongst each other, but we have so many great things that are happening here that other people are not fortunate to have. Right. I mean, the fact that we're allowed to be nitpicky is something that's amazing, too. You know, like that's true. I think we've said that in a past podcast, but it's the peaks and values valleys. But they Mm. keep having they 
there is progress that happens yes. with every peak mm. when we go into a valley. Yeah. So yeah. things may seem kind of dire now, but I mean, look at the progress of where we come from. There is no, like, it's not official to stone somebody to death here. Yeah, right? Like, progress, progress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's horrific. Well, Aneke, you get an A minus for today since there I'll was six on the list and you had to remember as many things as you could. I am I'll impressed. I'll take an A minus. It still gets me on the and honor list. You were, it was, I think, a technicality of why you got the first one wrong. I know, oh, where, your, thank you. I know where your brain was. So You're being I'm very like, forgiving today. Normally you're like, like no. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? What Motherhood is it? has changed me. Oh, that's. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Here we go, here we go, here we go again. It's the end of the episode. Deidre! <laughs> Say her name. God, <laughs> poor girl. I, yeah, I knew that would get you. I knew I'd get you. Fuck, that that, I do have egg on my face. How See? dare I not know? Well, you know what? I don't know Salt and Pepper's real names either. They're government names. Sandy is one of them. They're government names. That's right. Yeah, so you it do. Is. You do be knowing. But uh, I don't know the other one. Do you know the other one? No. <laughs> it starts with an R. Sandy made sense. Rebecca does not. <laughs> Rebecca, I don't think that she's a Rebecca. Uh Oh, yeah. Sandra Jacqueline Denton. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. looked it up. Who's the, What's the other one's name? I don't know. I, that's Peppa's name, actually. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but I would thought that would be Salt's name would have been Sandy. Sandy I Salt. I can see Peppa being Sandra. Oh, she is a total Sandra. Um, I don't know. I have so much malware I on my you computer. It up. I, oh, it's taken a minute. Okay. Yeah, uh, you need to use your privacy. Cheryl, in- incognito Cheryl, works. Cheryl yeah, Cheryl, James. you're right. Cheryl James. Yeah, I'm surprised so you didn't Cheryl remember that because of her last name. Cheryl, Sandy, and uh, what was her name? Desiree. Deidre. Look at you. <laughs> I already forgot her. She in the group. <laughs> I came here for salt and pepper. Whatever. <laughs> I still love it. <laughs> so- oh my god! I was uh, gonna say something, but that totally wiped it from my brain. <laughs> wipe. See, swipe left. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a fabulous episode, and I came. Yes. It has been so wonderful. We thank you all so much. uh, Thank you for for listening. listening. And a big thanks to uh, Woody for being a fabulous editor. And a big thank you to Brownout. Oh, you can also get. Thank you for your music. (laughs) And you guys can also get involved in the conversation. We didn't have a tweet of the week because that's your guys' part. That's y'all's part. Yeah, tweet us, guys. We're here. We're listening. We pop on there every once in a while. You could even just tweet just to be like, hey, you know. That's it. No. Well, I mean, we'll, no. <laughs> if you're the only tweet of the week, you might get read on the show. Yo, hey, so, we are, that yeah. will be read on the show. That will be the tweet read. of the week. But we appreciate you guys that have been tweeting us in the past, that are listening currently, that are sharing us with other people. Yes, it is That's amazing. That's really awesome. And, Thank you. Uh, you can also oh. email at minoritycorner at gmail.com and you can ask us anything. I don't think I um, said what the twi- Twitter handle is. They'll figure it out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Minority Corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. Yes, uh, there's that. And then there's also the Facebook group. The, the uh, uh, Yes, Corner everything's with the K. The Corner Kids Playground is also there. And uh, yeah, that's it. 
Have a good week, yeah. y'all. And Love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Minority Corner. Because together, we're, we're the, the majority. Nailed it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.